0: Welcome to the Our Community Listens Podcast. My name is Adam Salgett, and with me today is Sarah Weisbarth, Leader of Alumni Engagement. Welcome, Sarah, to today's podcast. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Adam, we are here together a lot. I know we have guests, but it's it's always you and me. And as I uh, reflect back past our time together and the amount of podcasts that we've done together, you've been hosting our podcast for quite a while now.
0: I have, yeah. It's been uh, a great journey. Um, it was an opportunity that was put in front of me to work with the organization. And this is, uh, our community listens is something I'm very passionate about and, and constantly try to get better at when we talk about communication in general. So the podcast for me, our way over the, over the last year and a half to you know continue to polish skills, learn more, reiterate a lot of things that I need reiterated in my life. <laughs> And it's also been an opportunity to share a lot.
1: Yeah. And really what you're articulating is what we hear from a lot of our alumni, is that listening to the podcast, hearing people's stories, hearing about the content and how we apply it has really mattered to our listeners and to our alumni. I'm kind of curious, as we're wrapping up 2019 and we're coming to this even this point of kind of reflecting back on all of the podcasts that we've hosted since the beginning of our podcasting,
0: what ones stand out to you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about what podcast stands out is more, first of all, what subject stands out. And the subject that always stands out to me is the power of choice, our three moves. And the reason being for me personally is each day I wake up with a choice to get out of bed, or sit and wallow and i'll be very open and honest sometimes it's hard to get out of bed but i have a lot of things that in my life i want to be there for so no matter what kind of physical discomfort i might be in i gotta get up i gotta make that choice and i gotta get up get ready and push so that's what it is to me so when we think about my favorite podcast number 10 that we recorded a while back with misty Misty Jenks, our Michigan chapter leader, that is one of my absolute favorite podcasts because I feel like the two of us really stepped through um, some vital information for a lot of people. And not only that, but we both, you know, shared our experiences and had an opportunity to connect. So
1: you're really talking about those, that three-move slide that we talk about in class um, where we can accept, we can adjust the circumstances, or we can ask for change, and it sounds like it. You really moved it beyond uh, addressing other people's behavior in your life, and instead have really looked at it as to what does it mean for me? What does it mean for me from a personal growth standpoint? What does it mean for me as to how how do I get up in the
0: morning? Yep, absolutely. And I, I'm, you know, that's a lot of what I do is a lot of self reflecting. So it that's where I start because I always try to think about the ways that I can be better as a person, and then do my best to not um, impose those on others Mm -hmm. and when the time is right we talk about opportunity for them if they're looking for some type of change but I've for many years have always felt no one is going to take care of me except for me Mm -hmm. so I need to start there first so I can be there for others and that honestly is what I strive to do in my life is to be there for others so the first step is taking care of me, and I get through it quick, so that way I can be there for other people.
1: Yeah. It's that personal accountability, um, really the, the persons who behavior we can actually
0: change is our own. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you've given me the opportunity to talk about one of my favorite topics and one of my favorite episodes. How about you? Over the last year and a half or so, we've done a number of podcasts together. You've done some interviews, solo interviews, which we'll touch on later. Tell me, is there a favorite one that comes to mind for you?
1: It's really hard for me to pick. You know, when we came up with this idea for today's podcast, I was like, man, what am I even going to answer when he asks me this question? (laughs) Um, There's so many good ones because I feel like in having conversations with you and with our guests, it's really about how do we apply our content? How do we apply the material? And if I had to narrow it down to the one that really for me speaks about that would be podcast number 28. And that is navigating difficult conversations Um, because it's really what drives all of our content and all of our information to that point of, man, if I'm having a difficulty understanding somebody, if I'm having difficulty being understood, how do I use all of these skills to bridge that gap, to create that trust and that rapport and that relationship by using practical skills, but also going back to what you were saying um, what can I do to grow and change in me? Because I'm the only person that I can control whose behavior I can control. And so I have a choice in that matter. In, and as I make that choice intentionally, how is that going to impact the relationship that maybe I'm struggling with? And we talked about that quite a bit. Um, actually, Misty and yourself and I talked about that um, in that podcast number 28, Navigating Difficult Conversations, because this is hard stuff. And it takes commitment and it takes work. And I think about even heading into the holiday season, it you know, sometimes that's where those difficult conversations come up.
0: Yep, they certainly do when lots of family with different opinions, different backgrounds come together and you're in the room with people and your your option often isn't to just get up and walk out. You gotta find a way to navigate through those conversations with people, find a way to accept certain things and And enjoy your turkey, your Thanksgiving turkey (laughs) or your Christmas turkey, whatever holiday might be around the corner. Yeah. I mentioned a couple minutes ago that you've held interviews that I wasn't involved in as part of your role on the podcast here. And one of them was the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion podcast, episode number 33. That was one of my favorites to sit down and edit because having not heard the full conversation at the time of recording... I got, I had the opportunity to listen kind of like our viewers do it, with open ears and, and not a critical ear of, you know, sitting and trying to edit, but just listen to what information is being shared. And I remember when we talked to Letitia and Anita, they gave us a lot of great tips about how to navigate, including everyone in our circle as much as possible and how to break down walls of diversity So that way, we can include as many people as possible.
1: I enjoyed that conversation, too, because it was very, very conversational. Um, I know a lot of times we just kind of plan out a little bit what we're going to share with our listeners. Mm -hmm. That one in particular, we had some questions for those um, guests. But it really just evolved into talking about real topics and real issues, and how do we honor the differences in others? And create that spirit of inclusion. And how do we incorporate the Our Community Listen skills into that process of listening, of acceptance, of maybe confronting when we've had a difficult situation happen that isn't honoring, and um, use those skills to break those walls down? It must have been interesting for you to sit back and just truly listen. As opposed to participate, because normally you're hosting, you're participating, you're you're conversing with us as well,
0: right, and my mind is in a lot of different spaces. Speak clearly, don't mumble like so it was nice, uh, like I said, to just listen to the conversation and really absorb it and and it's an area that truthfully I don't have much knowledge in mm-hmm. and I don't have much life experience in mm-hmm. so. It was eye-opening and just refreshing to hear these women talk about something they're very passionate about Mm -hmm. and also know that they're out there making a difference, that they're doing everything within their power, like, for example, coming on this podcast to talk about it. And I think um, I'd like to acknowledge both of them and thank both of them again for Mm -hmm. stepping up and taking the opportunity and also for the work that they do um, in their everyday life.
1: Yeah. It
0: has me thinking
1: about, how we've learned a lot about different uh, perspectives, maybe even different careers. And one of the favorite interviews that sticks in my mind is the chief chat that we had with Chief Bolano down in the Carolinas. He's a fire chief. And then Chief Block, who's a police chief in the Michigan area. And I think that was podcast 17. And it was so interesting for me to sit and listen and talk with them about how they're utilizing these skills in emergency services and the difference that it's making in their personal lives, the difference that it's making in their leadership lives, uh, the lives of their their teams and and the people that they serve in their communities. And it's one of those things like, I know these skills are great, and I know how they're working in my life. I just like hearing about it in other aspects and different perspectives. And so hearing about it in emergency services from those two individuals that are clearly leading with truly human leadership in the ways that they're serving. I really enjoyed that interview.
0: I agree. It was a very good opportunity, again, to to hear others' perspective. So, Sarah, I know you did a little bit of research on the podcasts that have the most listens. And we're going to talk quickly. I want you to touch on... The podcasts that have the most listens all time okay. so that would be about the last year and a half or so and tell me why you think the podcasts that are up in those top three top four of all time why they're up there <laughs>
1: um, i love this question because of course i like my data um, <laughs> we can talk about um, my drive for success and how the numbers Sometimes will demonstrate that for me. So, thank you for this question. I'm You're overjoyed w- to tell you You're welcome. <laughs> that um, our all time top listens are actually three podcasts from very early in our recording process. They're podcast number two, number six, and number eight. And they're podcasts that talk about topics that are so core to our content empathy and reflective listening. And uh, six and eight talk about the importance of reflective listening and then how to do reflective listening and podcast number two talks about man sometimes it's hard to be empathetic and I think the reason that these three rise still these have been our all-time top listens month after month after month it Yep, just doesn't go away they
0: continue to get <laughs> listens consistently each month yes
1: yes um, and I think it's consistent because this is I mean it's our community listens and I joke about this in class like if you signed up for class and didn't think you were going to hear about how to be a good listener, you might have joined the wrong class. <laughs> no, it's truly core to what we do. It's easy to apply the skills around listening, but if we don't listen with an empathetic heart, then we come up very disingenuine. And these three podcasts just really highlight, again, the core of what we teach and what we know to be true that when we listen with care, with compassion, with empathy, even if we don't agree with the other person, if we can find a listen and come to that point of understanding, it's what's going to draw that connection.
0: It sounds like, you know, those are definitely important podcasts and our core values to the Our Community Listens movement. So how many people are we actually reaching? You know, give me the hard numbers, the hard Ms. numbers. Data. <laughs>
1: um, we have um, all time, all time listen so far is over 6,000 individuals. And sometimes I feel like that's an amazing number. Like I remember when we first started out doing our podcast, and I was super excited when we like broke 200 and then we broke 500 and we broke 1,000. <laughs> and it seems like the more we've been producing the podcast and sharing them out there and using supportive, content around them, the more listens have grown. And to know that we have people across the country and actually across the world now listening to our podcasts, it's really kind of mind-blowing, Adam, to think that we're sharing this message. We're sharing this message of truly human leadership, and we're reaching people without even realizing it. And I know you just recently did a podcast with uh, learning partners out in the Colorado area. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how the, they listen to the podcast and then they talk about it when they get together and support one another as they're growing in the skills. And those stories, they just make my heart sing um, to just to know that you and I getting together and setting up the microphones and having the conversation. It's reaching people. It matters.
0: Yes, that was uh, exceptionally humbling to, to know that they are utilizing our voice mm-hmm. and moving, that they are utilizing our voice to move these teachings forward for them in their lives. And I think uh, I'm, I'm eternally grateful that anybody has listened to one episode <laughs> one time. So tell me a little bit about those hard numbers, though, for those early episodes.
1: Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Let me look. Well, Adam, it depends on what kind of hard numbers you want me to talk about. I'm looking at our graphs right now, and when we first started podcasting, our first podcast had 10 listens that first month, and I was, honestly, I was so excited. We broke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I said, that someone listened to it one time. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the next month we is when we hit the 100 mark, and I think we'd only produced two podcasts then, and that was back in 2018, and now we look at a similar time period of 2019, and in one month, we'd have close to 600 listens. Um, in a year's time, I just feel like that's an incredible growth and reach. And again, it's 6,000 listens all time. We have listens from across, across the country of people that have attended class because they're close to a location that they can get into a class. But we also have listens from people that have never attended class. So we're now reaching beyond our alumni and people that we've had direct interaction with. We're reaching people that know somebody that knows somebody, or they're just searching out on their podcast app looking for a podcast about listening and connection and empathy and leadership.
0: That sounds awesome. I mean, like, like we, we both are very humbled that one person has listened one time. So mm-hmm. very thankful for everyone who has spent time listening to us and also spent time, you know, reviewing these podcasts in an opportunity to make themselves better. Tell me a little bit about a couple of our top podcasts for 2019. Let's break it down just for this year to give us an opportunity to talk about the most popular ones this past year.
1: Well, we already talked about one of them, and that was podcast 28, Navigating Difficult Conversations. The other two, our top listen for 2019, was podcast number 24 around feedback. And it's a topic that had been talked about a couple different times around how do we give meaningful feedback? How do we tell people and recognize them and appreciate them for the good that they're doing and utilize that recognition and feedback as a way to create an environment that then when we have to give corrective feedback it's received in such a way that is supportive and promotes growth and development in another individual instead of uh, cutting them down with criticism or critique that's become a really popular one the past few months it's been listened to quite a bit and has been rising to the top as I've been checking our stats.
0: I have any thoughts on why that could be performance <laughs> review season end uh, of December here? I mean, I can't guarantee it, but I do wonder if that's an element coming into play. If people are, you know, thinking about how they have to give feedback coming up or how they have to receive it coming up with the end of year review.
1: You know, it's really possible. I'm often curious when I look at our statistics, like, why does, why does that podcast rise to the top? Who's listening to that one? Uh, but you, make, you draw a really good point. That it's, it's entirely possible uh, because that podcast does also talk about not just giving feedback, but receiving feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we take that information and grow from it?
0: Absolutely. And then one of our other top podcasts in 2019 had to do with parenting. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that conversation that we had?
1: Yeah, we had that with Mary Margaret out of, again, Colorado, podcast number 32. She really just spoke very clearly about how she's utilized these skills as a facilitator uh, in her family units and the uniqueness of her family dynamics and how she's applied these skills in a way that's created a really amazing relationship with her son And I think the one moment that stands out to me in conversation in that podcast is when she talks about her son actually stopping by where she's facilitating class after school and has the opportunity to see her in action and see her standing up and teaching others and inspiring others to create a behavior change that's going to improve relationships. And he's been impacted by her application of those skills in her life and in their relationship. And now he's seen her do that and teach others. And then I'm sure she has him help pack up pens and pencils and (laughs) supplies because that's what I would be doing if my son showed up after work.
0: (laughs) You got to give him a little bit of something else to do, right? (laughs) Yeah. Let's take a quick moment and hear a quick excerpt from Mary Margaret Thomas.
1: I think the biggest impact is in my family. I come from a large family. Um, I have six siblings and my husband and my son and my stepson. It's been great to have this. I feel like I have an extra sort of cheater uh, toolbox that I can pull out when my son has problems or issues at school. And then sometimes he, if he, he's a, an athlete, and he gets out of school early, and if I'm teaching in Aspen, he will come by the classroom and sort of hang in and listen to class, which is really interesting to have him see me what I see me in a professional light, what I do for a living.
0: Sarah, thanks so much for coming in today and uh, taking the opportunity to review 2019 and also a little bit of 2018. As always, we like to ask, what are our key takeaways?
1: I have two key takeaways from our conversation today. Oh, I decided on three, actually. Okay, well, (laughs)
0: three key takeaways for an entire year plus. I I think that's pretty good.
1: Thanks. I appreciate the extra grace because you know I have a lot to say. I think my first key takeaway is um, just some appreciation and some recognition of what we've accomplished. And we started out with an idea and a bold move to say, you know, we're going to put our voices out there and see what happens and good things have happened. And our, our key takeaway would be that we're doing good work and it's making a difference. And it wouldn't be without the support of our listeners and the interest from our alumni and our chapter leaders and our leadership in sharing stories and supporting others as they grow in these skills. Um, so just really just a moment of gratitude. I think, Agreed. There's, a, I think there's a podcast about gratitude. <laughs> y- you'll all have to go look for that. Um, my second key takeaway is really tied to leadership. We have the opportunity to have amazing leadership within our organization, and we wouldn't be able to do the things that we are doing without their direction and guidance and there's a podcast talking about truly human leadership, which is really just the premise of everything that we do. And we had that opportunity to speak with one of our leaders, Marsha Burns, who has just an extensive background in leadership. And she happens to be my direct leader, which just, it's it's great to work under people that help you grow and flourish. Um, so really, go listen to that podcast. It's podcast 31, um, truly human leadership. You know, what does leadership look like? How do you know that you're being a leader? Um, so if you're interested in leadership that would be my other one cuz that's it's really the springboard of, of what we're about. And then I wouldn't be a good podcaster <laughs> if I didn't put a plug in for what's coming forward in 2020.
0: So your third key takeaway is a preview. Yes. (laughs) All right. I like that.
1: (laughs) I knew you would appreciate that. You've taught me so much, Adam. (laughs) Um, So going forward into 2020, we're going to continue. We're going to continue to talk about the topics of our material of our content. We're going to keep on going deeper. actually had the opportunity to go through a DISC certification recently, and so I'm excited to talk about DISC in January and share additional information around the DISC assessment and how it applies to our lives. We're going to continue to have alumni interviews and talk with people that are using the skills. We had one chapter leader recently share with us uh, that one of their alumni used effective confrontation to confront a situation in his community where he was racially slurred, and he used effective confrontation to come back and have that conversation with that individual. That is all I know about that story so far, and I know I am looking forward to hearing more. Uh, So I think the key takeaway is we've got more. We've got plenty to talk about, and um, there is more to come and more to learn together.
0: Well, I'd like to say thank you, Sarah, again, for coming in today to record this podcast. And a huge thank you to our listeners out there for letting us into your ears and into your mind and giving us the opportunity to share with you our thoughts, our feelings, and our struggles and our successes in this Our Community Listens Truly Human Leadership quest. Always a pleasure, Adam. And
1: um, it is just a joy to do this together in a way that's serving the needs of others.
0: If you have any suggestions about subjects for our podcast, feel free to reach out through our Facebook page. And if you're interested in taking a class, visit ourcommunitylistens.org. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, each word, each action, each silent moment of listening sends a message. Therefore, you are the message.